Welcome to the How to Find Your Purpose course from Plato University. If you're wandering around aimlessly in life trying to figure out what it all means, then this course is for you. Combining psychology and ancient wisdom with modern science and systems thinking, you'll learn to develop passions into purpose, find out who you really are, how to make an impact in this world, and finally feel a sense of fulfillment in your life. If you're ready to live a purposeful life and want to learn the skills to do so, join us at Plato.University for exclusive content and actionable exercises with every lesson. I'm your learning guide, Brandon Stover, and let's get started. Yesterday, I told you exactly what purpose was and gave you a quick way that you could start diving into developing a purpose for yourself. But if you're listening today, that means you want to dive deeper into this, to take it to its full extent and to live a life of meaning finding true fulfillment in your life. But before we get there, I want to help you identify what it feels like to not have a purpose. When we don't have a purpose, we experience pain that we cannot deny or repress. We often feel a lot of different emotions that I'll describe here in just a moment, but we generally don't understand that the source of those emotions and discomfort are the lack of purpose and true direction in our lives. And the pains that you might feel come in several forms. You may feel increasingly bored, not really engaged in your work, and turn to various distractions to occupy your restless mind. You may engage in the latest trend in entertainment, travel to exotic locations, follow a new guru or cause, take up hobbies that you abandon quickly, and engage in addictions of all different kinds. But it's only when you're alone and in those down moments that you actually experience the chronic boredom and it begins to eat away at you. Second, you may increasingly feel insecure. You most likely have dreams and a sense of the potential for what you could become. And as you wander aimlessly through life, you begin to become aware of the discrepancy between your dreams and reality. You look back over your lack of accomplishments and envy those that have gone after their dreams and aspirations. And you eventually become too fragile to criticism because learning requires an admission that we don't know things and need to improve. But you feel too insecure to admit this. And so your ideas become set and your skills stagnate. And while you may try and cover this up with a mask of certainty and strong opinions, you have a sense of insecurity that's rising inside of you. The third thing we may feel is anxiousness and stress, but are not quite sure why. Life throws at you tons of obstacles and difficulties, but you may be spending your time trying to avoid anything painful. You might be avoiding responsibility that opens you up to failure and steering clear of tough choices and stressful situations. You never really learn how to deal with these different situations and anxiety and stress start to overwhelm you as they keep occurring. And much of the time when we start experiencing these previous emotions, it starts to lead to depression. All of us want to believe that there is some purpose and meaning to our life, that we're connected to something larger than ourselves. We want to feel some weight and significance to what we have done. But without that conviction, we experience an emptiness and depression that we often ascribe to other things rather than realizing that it comes from a lack of purpose. And sometimes this may turn to apathy, where you begin asking yourself what the point of any of it is anyways, often turning to cynicism or nihilism, where you would just rather tear it all down and watch the world burn. But understand this, the feeling of being lost and confused is nobody's fault. It is a natural reaction to having been born into times of great change and chaos. The old support systems that we had of the past whether those be religions, universal causes to believe in, or some sense of social cohesion, have largely disappeared in our modern world. Gone are the elaborate conventions, rules, and taboos that once channeled behavior. 
Instead, we've been left to discover these things for our own. But by our nature as humans, we crave a sense of direction. Unlike an animal that has instincts to drive them, we rely upon our own minds and consciousness, which provides us with mental endless spaces to explore. We can imagine anything and go anywhere at any moment, having hundreds of different options and directions to choose from. Without belief systems or conventions in place, we lose that internal compass to point our behavior and decisions. But we must all develop this compass and guiding system for ourselves by looking for and discovering that individual purpose to our lives. It is the path taken by the greatest achievers and contributors to the advancement of human culture. Look, the systems that you live in now were not built for individuality. They were built with standardization in mind, a one-size-fits-all template for everyone. But the problem with the standardization mindset is that it sees individuality as a problem. The goal of all standardization is to maximize the efficiency of a system of production. The prime mechanism by which standardization accomplishes this mission is through the elimination of individual variation. Standardization establishes fixed processes that convert fixed inputs into identical outputs without deviation or fluctuation. And this mindset spread throughout all of our systems, especially during the industrial age. Our workplaces became standardized, which led to the standardization of our children through the education system, eventually leading to standardized career paths where everybody must follow that same education to get the same job outcomes. And this establishment of standardized career tracks to professional ex excellence that was brought about by the age of standardization leads to one definition of success, attaining wealth and status by climbing the institutional ladder. And once this route to prosperity and competence became well-defined, fixed, and predictable, every member of society could see exactly what they needed to do to achieve professional success. Pick your career goal, then march straight down the appropriate training track to its appointed end. But nowhere in this standardized mindset does the idea of fulfillment appear. Because fulfillment depends on individuality. And individuality is a huge problem when there's a standardized path. All that's left for you to do is go down this path, but try and do it better than others. You take the same classes, but try and get better grades. You take the same tests, try and get better scores. Pursue the same diplomas, but attend better universities. The chief commandment for achieving success within the standardized mindset is the idea to be the same as everyone else, only better. This mindset and these systems were never designed for personal fulfillment. And the fact that this standardized mindset does not prioritize personal fulfillment explains why you may have the feelings of disaffection, restlessness, and uncertainty. So eventually we're going to reach a point where we need to make a decision. You can continue to pretend that if you just work harder and go down this straight path and just do it a little better, you will finally break through to success. Or you can break that mindset and go down a path for your own fulfillment. Our standardized institutions of opportunity were never designed for fulfillment and they never can be. A system built upon the principle that individuality is a problem can never be tweaked to embrace individuality any more than a battleship can be tweaked into a fighter jet. We can't standardize our way out of standardization, but what you can do is personalize your way out of standardization. And our only solution to this is to find a higher sense of purpose, a mission that will provide us with our own direction, not that of our parents, our friends, our peers, or our society. The mission is intimately connected to our individuality, to what makes us unique. When we engage in this internal guidance system, all of those negative emotions that plague us in our aimlessness are neutralized or even turned around into positive ones. We learn to embrace boredom, 
specifically when we're practicing skills that are going to help us towards our purpose, because we know of the tremendous benefits that come when we're able to apply them. With a sense of purpose, we feel much less insecure. We have an overall sense that we are advancing and realizing some or all of our potential. We begin to get small accomplishments that we can look back upon, and we get things done, not having moments of doubt and increasing our self-worth. With this internal guidance system, we turn anxiety and stress into productive emotions. Because as we start going towards our goals, we have to deal with a great level of anxiety and uncertainty, making daily decisions what we do. And in the process, we learn to control those levels of anxiety and stress, not becoming overwhelmed by them. And with a sense of purpose, we're less prone to depression. These low moments will inevitably come. But more often than not, we're going to feel excited and lifted above the pettiness that is sometimes our daily life in the modern world. Because we're on a mission, we're realizing our life's work. We're contributing to something much larger than ourselves, and we're going to have moments of great fulfillment that sustain us. But beyond the emotions, this goes much deeper. In fact, it's my belief that your life depends on purpose. There's a passage inside Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl where he talks about being in the concentration camps with the other prisoners. An astonishing observation that he made when he was with these other prisoners is observing their eyes and seeing when the light and the hope left them that he could predict within 72 hours when that person was going to die. Those people lost hope, they lost their sense of purpose in life, and within 72 hours they were no longer with us. Viktor Frankl believed even under normal conditions, a strong meaning orientation is health-promoting and life-prolonging, and in the case of extreme circumstances, even life-preserving. A person's heart is restless until they have found and fulfilled meaning and purpose in their life. They never take the meaning of their life for granted, but instead dare to challenge it, to fulfill it. We have a responsibility to set out to discover what we are made for, to discover our life's work, to discover what we are called to do. And after we discover that, we should set out to do it with all the strength and all the power that we can muster. And this life's work is what we were intended to do, as dictated by our particular skills, gifts, and inclinations. Finding this higher sense of purpose gives us the integration and di direction we all crave. Now, from what I've spoke about today, it's probably pretty likely that you're able to tell whether you feel a sense of purpose or not. And if you sought out this course, my guess is that there's something lacking in that department for you. But in case you're still not sure and you need a little more reflection with this, I'm going to provide a couple questionnaire resources that will help you to dig into this for yourself. Now, I want to make one disclaimer before we expand into these resources. This work for finding our purpose is hard work to do. And sometimes it lo means looking at our life in ways that we don't want to. Or maybe you're at the point that you're already feeling some of these emotions very strongly, even depression. It's very understandable. But if you need help working through this, I highly recommend working with somebody to help you work through these things, such as a therapist or a coach. It's often hard for us to work through these emotions by ourselves, and having somebody else there to help us and lead it through it can be a tremendous benefit. And there's nothing wrong with going and getting therapy. I've done therapy myself and weekly engage in a men's group where I discuss what's going on in my life and the emotions that I have. It's a healthy thing to bring these out into light and have others to help reflect back what you're feeling. So if you find doing some of these exercises difficult or they're bringing up extreme emotions that you can't handle, please reach out to a therapist, a coach, somebody that can help you to work through these. And as you go through this course, you may share some of the things that you discover about yourself along the way with them. There's no reason that you have to do this on your own.
Now, the resources that I'm going to share with you come from the practice of logotherapy, which is going to help you assess if you feel purpose in your life. The other resource that I'm going to provide for you is a set of journaling questions that will dive in deeper into inspirations of purpose and formative experiences for you, opportunities for support, obstacles that you may be facing, and some of your future goals and responsibilities around those. This is going to be a brief introduction for you into some of the items that we're going to dive into deeper in this course, especially as we go through discovering the self in the next section. Now, I'm not going to read off all of the statements and questions here. Rather, I recommend going to the links and the resources, but I'm going to give you 10 quick statements here on the audio for you to start to get a sense of you if you have meaning and purpose in your life. And this comes directly from the logotherapy exercise. So as I say these statements, think to yourself how much they resonate or don't resonate with you. You can simply do a yes or no in your head or put it on a scale of one to seven. So here are the statements. One, I understand my life's meaning. Two, I'm looking for something that makes my life meaningful. Three, I'm always looking to find my life's purpose. Four, my life has a clear sense of purpose. Five, I have a good sense of what makes my life meaningful. Six, I have discovered a satisfying life purpose. Seven, I'm always searching for something that makes my life feel significant. Eight, I'm seeking a purpose or mission for my life. Nine, my life has no clear purpose. And 10, I'm searching for meaning in my life. Depending on your answers to these easy, simple statements, we'll start to shed some light on if you have a sense of purpose in your life. The other two resources that I'll provide, the advanced questionnaire and the journaling prompts, will dive into this much deeper and shed some more light about where it is exactly that you're feeling that void and how we can start to develop that purpose for you. So our exercise today is to go through some of those questionnaires, especially if you feel like you have a lack of purpose. Thank you for taking the How to Find Your Purpose course. To get everything you need to develop your purpose, including advanced resources, personal coaching, and a community of passionate learners, then visit plato.university slash courses slash purpose and join us for free. Again, that's plato.university slash courses slash purpose. This course was produced by Plato University, where students turn passions into purpose and learn skills to change the world. Learn more at plato.university.